Great Sunday, had a great time, loved it, a lot of good stuff. A lot of good reminders in here, again, a lot of good worship. Boy, oh boy, you guys, I mean, it's hard to do this right after being moved so much. Uh, Pastor Bruce is on his way up. He is, boom! That would have been real embarrassing if you didn't make that jump, yeah, that leap up the front. Confident. Wow, yeah. wow. You can turn you on your mic? Yeah, turn on your mic. Ace. There you go. All right. Gone fishing. Go fishing. Go Go fishing. Fish. <laughs> Bringing it down. Um, yeah, <coughs> Next week's message it. is old me. <laughs> and then crazy eight. And then crazy eight. I love it. Um, yeah, good morning. Well, good morning. Good morning. It was a very good morning. It was morning. a good morning. No, I, I really, this is one of those ones again that, um, I don't know, it's so easy it's to forget. It's just meat and potatoes. And it's so topical. It's just like meat and everything potatoes. that is meat and potatoes, right? It's like every day. Did you day. like, I snuck the picture of the mask in there? That's what I, I, I mean, in I case, that's when people in case are be. I wasn't led there enough. And, I, and what I like about that too is because uh, I think everyone has uh, uh, puts their own narrative on it. Like, oh, I think I know what Bruce is saying. Like, which? But, you well, know, I'm, what, not, what I, you, I'm not making a point about which side. Uh, uh, exactly. Whatever your stand is, right? I'm making the point that it needs to be fueled by love. That it needs to that come across a, as there, love. Either way, I'm not saying there's a whole big other side. Yes. You know, like whichever side you're on, on any of the stuff that's going mm-hmm. on right now, there's a whole big other side that we you, need to learn to yeah. love better. And you get to have your opinion. And you get and to exercise it. as the country we live in. I'm just reminding you, and I thought the mask picture, you know, would just Perfect. be a fun, it, it rattles yeah, the case. Because like, like, I thought everyone's going to oh, what's his, what's, he, what, what's his point? We're yeah. supposed to wear Or we're supposed to rebel. What, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, my point was love. Yeah. That whatever we do, mm-hmm. that we lead with love. Let it be done in love. I just couldn't agree more. So... Ouch, that's tough because then it just makes you realize how hard that is in every single thing because there's, like I was saying this morning, it's like there's times where I'm like, but I'm doing the good thing. I'm loving by helping them go to this. No, you don't know what you don't know what you don't know. And whenever I hear, whenever I find something, I was just talking about this with my wife where I go, there's so many people on the other side of this fence, I didn't even think. I thought like, when I thought, oh, this is what I think and everybody thinks and everybody agrees with me. And then when I find out that they don't or even maybe I'm in the minority sometimes, it's just such a good little humble moment to realize like, oh my, I don't have all the answers and this person I do love, so why? What got them there? I wanna know and understand and then you know, apply my heart. That's good. So, okay. We got questions? We do, well, we do, we got a lot of comments too. It said, uh, 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 um, what is, this is today's date. Love, love, love the new Joy song. I did too, I, we, we played a new song this morning. That the, was, it, the Joy in the House, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I made a note. Um, we need to change this place to his place. I thought the exact <coughs> same thing. In his thing. place, Lord's in his place. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, good morning, where can we find information on baptism next weekend and our newcomers welcome? Thank you and God bless. Um, yes, I, newcomers are welcome. Information packs at the back, but it, I don't know. You're, they took it off the announcement list today because I, it, I don't know why they like it to be one week early. I think it's so that we can contact and walk through the process. You know, there's a little like we want to make here? sure. Uh, I don't know if you are. If you text that in and you're here, come and see us, and we can. Well, make just it. go back to Buddy and get the info packet. There you go. In the lobby. If you're not here, um, then. You could come in the office on Wednesday. That'd be the soonest. So we're open 10 to 2 on Wednesday. 
but definitely come and get the packet and find out if it's, or maybe call in and find out if it's still possible. Because I assume we're doing the class next Sunday, but I ha I'm, I'm not involved in that in the thing. Yeah, so yeah. John, so it's worth just, just go ahead and, yeah, call the office, stop by the office, and we'll sort you out and tell you specifically. But newcomers are always welcome, period. Yeah. Even if, you're, if, you, if you miss a cutoff to get dunked yourself, come and cheer can, on the if, dunkies. And if we can make it happen, we'll make it happen. Of course, of course. Uh, okay. Is it okay that I love people but not like them? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Can you, yeah, give me an example. Don't pack that a little. Um, love is, for instance, let's say you got somebody in your life, you just can't stand them. The personality rubs you wrong, real jerk. And you see the person, you're at the same party. We'll make a new analogy. Same party, but it's on a cliff. And yeah. this person's stinking drunk. And I'm sure, just like them. What an idiot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> can't stand that guy. And he's heading right for the cliff. Do you stop him? Yes. And if you're, if you're thinking, I wouldn't, then you, you have some serious not love in your heart. Yeah. Um, you run and you stop him. Right. Because, see, loving, uh, caring for his, his life, his well-being, and I'm trying to get this to the eternal life, you know, right. um, is a completely different thing than he rubs me the wrong way. I don't like that personality. That person's insulted me. That, that's, that's over in this camp. But we're talking about the camp of, I don't want him to die. Right, right. I, 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 if I have the ability to help them not die. Right. But sometimes we tell ourselves um, that we love people and just don't like them when really we don't love them. Like right, we're right, not, right. We're not praying for them. We're not making any, you know, it, any attempt to do anything about anything with them. Right, right. And not that you're responsible for everyone. You're just responsible to wait and watch for whatever opportunity. But sometimes our unlike for people causes us to miss the opportunity right. with that person. Right. Because all we can think about is how much we don't like them. Well, that's crossed over into not loving them. Yeah, yeah. And so as long as it's just, oh, that person rubs me the wrong way and I, don't, I wouldn't hang out with them, right. that's fine. But when it's all I can think about is how they did this to me or insulted me, or not, well, that's not just not liking them. That's unresolved something, something. Right. So, Let me ask you this then as a random question. Uh, vengeance is the Lord's, right? right? Like we're not supposed to. So is there any time where you shouldn't get in the way of not that the fire pit or the... Oh, I don't know. I think that's above our pay grade <laughs> to decide if this is God's vengeance or if this yeah. is just a the mechanics of physics. Right. And I've been put here to help so that God can have an inroad to speak. Right. We don't get to sit on that. <laughs> but our but our job is not to stop all pain from ever happening. Right. Like like no, we, no, we right we, right. That's, there's, yeah. There's you're, we're not helping God. Right. I loved when right. you said that. We don't help him. He helps us. So it's all about go about your job. But be waiting and watching. Yeah. You know, that's what when they were cast in their nets and preparing their nets, they were not, uh, uh, I don't know if they were, but I mean, in the story doesn't say, you know, that they were going, is he, is he coming yet? Is he, is he coming yet? Is he coming? They were preparing their nets. They were casting. They were focused on their job, what they were doing. But then when he showed up and said, hey, follow me. Oh, he's here. You know, we've been waiting. We've been expecting. Right, right. So, so that. It's just, you know, go about your life. 
but practice righteousness, which means practice fishing, practice right. watching, waiting for opportunities to give someone hope. And it's obvious when the opportunities come because they ask you. Right, right. Now, the, the not so obvious is they may not put it in a formal question. Exactly. So you just got to, that's, that, but that's for you to decide. That you have to, de you know. And, and then the life. whole idea is like, and then it's you a get, marathon. You don't plant your flag. Like you, you, you take a swing every day. You make a choice. You do a thing. And as long as you do it with the right, with the right heart, you did great. <laughs> and you might have done the wrong thing or intervened at the wrong time or in some way. What, that, it doesn't matter. God can work with that. He can work with the right heart all the time as long as you just then take a look at it honestly. Don't get stubborn and dig your heels and get, be ready to be changed and, you know, do it See, again. See, a lot of times we want to focus on the uh, witnessing aspect. Well, shouldn't we be going out and really making an attempt to witness it? No, you should be putting all of that energy into shining your light, into changing, right. like you were saying, into changing your heart, into becoming more loving. Because that little list I gave, my goodness, if you got all that going, you, you, if you really have that inner peace and a sense of purpose and that hope beyond the grave, and what was the first one? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh I can't remember all the it's way back there. then. I can't remember. That yeah. was like uh, 20 minutes ago. And I wrote <laughs> right. it. If you're shining your clean conscience, actual purpose, inner peace, hope beyond the grave. Clean conscience. Yes. The, the, the clean conscience. See, and we go, oh, but I don't really have a clean conscience because there's a lot of stuff I'm doing wrong that I'm not really even praying for forgiveness for. Oh, well, change that. Work on that. Let's not talk about witnessing. Yeah. Let's talk about getting your light shining. So give it to the Lord and start working on that. Get your clean conscience because he's offering that. Yeah, go. yeah. Okay, and then what was the second one? Actual purpose. Purpose. Your purpose is, hey, whatever you're doing here, Wait and watch and be part of the kingdom. Right. That's, that's your purpose purpose. Then there's secondary purposes like I'm a parent or I'm, I have this job or whatever. Great. But your number one is, hey, I'm working for the kingdom. Uh, this is what we're doing on my way, on my way toward the grave. I'm taking people with me. Uh, and then the uh, clean conscience and then the inner peace, if you have it. I mean, if you don't trust the Lord, you don't have the inner peace. Right. But see, that's where it shines is, you know, when someone dies that's close to you or some tragedy happens and you're like, this is horrible and I'm sad and I'm crying. But I do actually have that peace that God's on the throne and right. that he's in control. And somehow I don't have to understand it, but somehow this is for my eternal best. Yeah. And then the last one was the hope beyond the grave. I'm going to be with him. Yeah. Those four things, they shine in this dark world like a lighthouse. Yeah. So I hate to even talk about, oh, we need to focus on witnessing. No, you need to focus on making sure that you're walking the talk mm -hmm. before you start talking the walk. You know, one of the most powerful things, one of the reasons why I'm sitting in this chair and doing this with my life is my mother was one of those people facing death, had cancer, was going to die, it was going to happen. And I used to talk to her all the time, kind of as the atheist in the room, saying, like, how are you sure? And she was like, yeah, yeah you know, and trying to convince me and everything. And then one day, she, because she was going through the same difficulty with her faith and going like, I know, but I don't have all the answers. And something clicked in her. And she's like, I know what I know. And it's all, and it's like, and I have this peace. I have this overwhelming peace that she, and she said, I just want to come do the greeting one more time at the church because I want remember everyone that. to see that. I want everyone to go, look, I'm there. I'm, I'm like on the bottom of the I escalator that. and I'm going to say, I'm ready. And it's totally fine. Just all you, and I don't have all the end. I don't understand this entire thing, but I've been working as much as I can at the time that I had and I'm ready to go. And I went, well, I better at least get that. I cannot 
I cannot make it to the end of my life and not have tried that because if I can get a piece of that sense, a piece of that end, piece, whew, then you. It's and I remember when your mom, your mom called. I want to do the greeting because I'm very close to death. I'm going to need help walking up the steps. Yeah. And went, wow. And I can still remember her standing up here and sharing, I'm going to die yeah. very soon. And you, I mean, you could see the cancer. Uh-huh. There's nothing just... left of her. And, and she says, I'm going to die very soon. And then she just spoke about her peace that she had. And what, it, what our faith, where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. It's like... Well, let's just go home now. Yeah. Because what can you add to that? But I mean, yeah, talk about a wit. I mean, that's that's it. We can yeah. do that every day. Okay. Uh, so, Pastor John is the Baptist, is what somebody said. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a John. His okay. father, uh, John's father, started like seventy-five some years ago, eighty years ago, started a uh, Baptist seminary back. Ain't that funny? Back east. Um, somebody said, "Did Bruce need to take out a second mortgage to buy the paint?" I don't really get that. I don't know. Does Bruce need to take out a second word? It's probably some in-joke that I don't remember well enough. I don't... Oh, I do. Because remember that one message? I talked about how much money I'd spent on my house and the trap of the home equity line oh, of credit. Oh, yeah, 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 yep, yep. And I had everything <laughs> yeah. paid off. And then, well, I, yeah, we repainted the house. Um, okay. Yesterday, my family and I were leaving the Sounders game, and a man with a bullhorn was preaching about Christ. His sign and methods were starting to, were stating, "Do you know you will burn in hell with the sights, <laughs> with the sights of graffiti, the smell of pot, and people chanting God doesn't exist." I felt weird about the whole situation until I had time to think about it, and now I feel I should have shook his hand and agreed that God exists and is here. Uh, for everyone, it's hard with all of the sensory distractions to be a messenger of God. True. Very it true. is hard. And uh, like we're saying, I mean, y you'll know what to do in those moments. You know where your heart is and to just testify to what you know is true. But boy, there's a lot of detractors too, right? There's a lot of things that are just nudging you like, uh-uh, don't say, oh, you know. That, that's why I love the, the verse I put in today about um, don't be surprised when the world hates yeah. you. You know, because uh, anyone who doesn't have the love, like Jesus' love, dwells in darkness. So they love until they hate, like Cain. I had a thought about Cain because he says, as Cain. Don't do it as Cain, but he's, do it as Christ, you know, as I loved you. Not as Cain, as Christ. That's funny because Abel was righteous and uh -huh. Cain was unrighteous. And in Hebrews, it says uh, that the Cain, uh, Abel righteous Abel still speaks from the grave, mm -hmm. but we have a better message than Abel's through the blood of Christ. Uh, I went, oh, yeah. I get, oh, you're all stitching it all together because from the beginning, the message was you can love like Abel who was approved or love like Cain who got mad and killed him. Right. And that message has been since day one. You're going to love like Abel or love like Cain. And Abel's message still speaks from the grave. Even though you've heard yeah. this message from ever. But now Jesus, the night before the cross, says, uh -huh. here's a new command. Now, it's an old command, but the new part is, do it like me. I give you something to follow. Yeah, oh, that's but good. Anyway. Very true. Um, okay, we're going to take a hard left. Are you ready for this? Okay. Okay. Uh, I have a friend who went to your church growing up. We are looking for a church in Spokane and watching online. A church we tried had a woman pastor today, and we are unsure what to do. Do we change churches? What is the line as far as having women leaders? How do we know that the church we are attending is scripturally sound? 
There is a lot of debate mm -hmm. on that topic. Um, to even wade into that would require bringing out every side of the argument to do it justice. Right. There are strong believers whom I respect who would never allow a woman to speak from the pulpit, believing that that is a scriptural uh, command. There are people who are believers who I respect who have the opposite view and they cite numerous cases of women in the New Testament who teach men and who are called, uh, is it an apostle? I can't remember. Anyway, my point being, you, you can take a position, but you can't make a case that, that cuts out the other positions. Right. So I myself am not in a position to say, here's what's right and here's what's wrong. Right. I could say what my opinion is, but that's not worth anything. That's because I've looked at it all and went, well, you both make good points and you both have your scriptures. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Right. That's where I'm at. Um, and I would say, you know, part of that caveat of the difficulty in like hammering it down is you, you don't get to say uh, that you have a scriptural imperative unless you understand what all of those scriptures are saying together. See, and that's with my problem. When you go look at somebody, somebody makes a scriptural case for or against it. Right. And you read their case, it's ironclad, it's airtight. Then you start finding all the scriptures that they have purposely left out right. to make their cases. Like, you don't get to do that. Yes. You don't get to just take all the ones that make it look off. Because then uh, you read and go, well, wow, there could be nothing right. against this. It's uh, kind of like the whole Calvin and Armenian thing, where it's like, put right. all of them in. Right. And they go, well, we can't, because if we put them all in, we'd have to say we're not sure which it is. And then who would go to that church? And we want to make a stand. <laughs> right. And so, um, and I, I just actually went through this a little bit about some like the qualifications because this is what they're citing, you know, those mm -hmm. like Timothy and Titus. Uh, mm -hmm. And I tell you, I don't know the answer, but I, here's a couple things that I do know is that by those metrics, those things that are qualifying that we are understanding if we just take them literally, how on earth are people like Peter anchoring the church? If you are going to just take those things, you know, uh, like in a legalistic word for word, well, you did this, you're this. Peter can't stop disqualifying himself <laughs> and putting his foot in his mouth. I mean, we're talking all the biggest ones that you can possibly do. And so there's an overwhelming principle whenever I have some legalistic thing that I think that I understand, but it's like complicated. And I just feel myself being a Pharisee asking, well, but can we do this because it says this? And then you just hear Jesus' voice going, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath? Right. Can you do good on the Sabbath? And they're like, yeah, but we're talking about a specific thing in the but way. We, but the Pharisees are saying. <laughs> yeah. And the Sadducees are saying. Yeah. Well, you think of Priscilla and Aquila, the tent makers with Paul. Priscilla couldn't get more accolades in Scripture. And he puts her name before her husband's, which was a violation of what you do. Right. And so Paul, even in saying Priscilla and Aquila, gave her a a more prominent position uh, in, than her husband when he says that he owe, we owe them much for their work in the church right. and having a church in their home. Thanks, Priscilla and Aquila. Like, yeah. I mean, there's, so there's so many. Yeah, and there's, okay, and enough you, on that. And you look it up. Um, but yes, how do uh, My answer is, go look up both sides, make the decision for yourself because it will be a, more, in my mind, a decision of opinion than going, oh, I see, this is ironclad and that isn't. Right, and to know if they're scripturally sound, if you're, this church is scripturally sound, you do what you do anywhere, right? Is you go listen, 
and then you beret in it. You go home and check it against yep. the scripture to see, see if my, what they See, my say. whole position on a lot of these things are, if it comes down to, this is something we can't really make an iron, we can make an ironclad opinion on, but we can't make an ironclad scriptural position that everyone goes, oh, that's right. Then it wasn't meant to have an ironclad position or there would be one. Right. And so I feel comfortable not having one if scripture doesn't right. present it. Okay, well, I think that's... Although that's, people on both sides would be saying right now to me, well, our side actually does do the ironclad. And yeah. And you go, all right, well, I'm trying okay. to do good on the Sabbath. I'm, let's just keep know, doing good on the Sabbath. Let's just keep doing good on the Sabbath. Okay, I think that's all I got. You got anything else you want to tease, add, direct? No. Sneak in. I think that's it. That's it. Love nice. you all. You know, oh, you know what I did think of, though? Good, everybody I, who just turned it off, this yeah, is the, like the bonus. And I, didn't, that, and I didn't do it. And well, I almost said it at the end of second service, and I was debating. I thought, no, I can't. I can't. I almost told everyone the name of the paint store and the name of the woman and was going to say, <laughs> we should have someone to practice on. Oh, and I was going to say, so everyone watching in here, the next time you go to mm-mm, look at the name tags, and when you see mm, tell her you love her. We should do something nah, like no, 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 not like necessarily here. But oh, that's a that why would we? That's a fun community. And I thought wouldn't that be hilarious? Because all of a sudden this guy, everyone be telling her they love her. It's like why is everybody telling me they love me? Yeah. But I decided that was not. Uh, that's a whole new ministry that, that we might need make to do. A that's like a I don't know her personality that well, and she might loving. That might be something that's horrible to her. You know, like yeah. why are strangers? Doesn't sound like it. If she was ah. No, I, I know. Like, that's why I was debating it. But I anyway. Oh, that's it. And it's good for business. I'm just saying. Oh, that's true. All right. Okay. We'll let you guys go. It is uh, Seahawks Sunday. So uh, love you. Let's ya. go. <laughs> okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you next time.